When you need to build a complex command or devise a non-trivial search pattern, Vim's command line mode can be rather limiting. In this episode, I will introduce the command line window, which allows you to use the full power of Vim when editing search queries and commands. Vim is not for dummies, and the Vimcast's audience is made up of power users. If you have a product that you would like to promote to these smart people, then you should consider sponsoring Vimcasts. I was holding this latest episode hostage until a sponsor came forwards, and I don't mind doing that again. So make sure you say thank you to Chris and Joel, the two individuals who sponsored this episode. You guys are heroes. I have written this document using the prime symbol to represent single quotes and apostrophes. Now, I want to replace all of the single quotes with opening and closing curly double quotes, Rather than going through the whole document and making every change by hand, I'm going to take this opportunity to use the substitute command. Here's a pseudo command that demonstrates what I want to do. Match all single quoted strings, capture the text within the quote in a register, replace each match with the same text surrounded by curly double quotes. To make this work, I'll have to create a search pattern that matches single quoted passages. Rather than testing this live on the document, I'm going to open another buffer and paste in three examples of increasing complexity, which I'll use as test cases. I'll show you the iterative process that I use to refine a search pattern in Vim. For my first attempt, I'll search for a single quote followed by any character one or more times with a single quote at the end. The backslash V at the start of my search enables very magic mode, which means that I don't have to escape common characters such as brackets and the plus sign. This works fine for my first test case, but in the second test it hasn't distinguished between two separate quoted words. To fix this, I'll change it so that rather than matching any character, it only matches characters that are not single quotes. I can access my search history by pressing slash followed by control P, which stands for previous. I can then browse back and forward through the historical searches by pressing control P and control N respectively. I can easily repeat any of these searches just by pressing the enter key, or I can use the cursor keys to move around the pattern and edit it to suit my needs. In this case, I only need to make a small modification, so I'll just do it in line in command line mode. When I'm done, I hit enter, and my search pattern appears to be an improvement over the first attempt. My third test case poses a problem. The quoted string contains an apostrophe, so I'll need to tweak the search pattern so that the single quote characters immediately followed by a letter do not terminate the match. Comparing my current pattern with what I'm aiming for, I can see at once that I need to make extensive changes. I don't like the idea of doing this in command line mode, so instead I'm going to bring up the command line window by pressing Q slash. This opens a new window at the bottom of the screen, which shows the last five or six search patterns. As you can see from the line numbering, Vim remembers the 20 most recent searches. I can move up and down using the K and J keys, and when I press enter, 
the command line window is dismissed and the selected search pattern is used for a new search. The cool thing about the command line window is that it's a regular Vim buffer. So all of the editing commands that you are used to are available to you. This makes it really easy to iterate on a search pattern. I can make the necessary changes to my previous attempt. Then when I'm done, I just hit enter. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. The search pattern is matching the target string in each of my test cases. So I'm ready to build my substitution command. The substitute command expects a search pattern followed by a replacement string. But if you leave the search field blank, then Vim will automatically use the most recent search pattern. This is useful if you are still refining your search pattern, because it allows you to continue iterating without having to modify the substitution command. Previously, I opened the command line window with the Q slash command, and it showed the search pattern history. This time, I'm going to open the command line window with the Q colon command. Instead of showing the history of search patterns, it shows the history of commands. In this case, I'm starting from scratch rather than editing an existing command, so I'll just hit I to go into insert mode, where I enter my substitution command. Let's see what happens. Okay, that's not worked. Undo. It looks as though I forgot to create a register to capture the quoted string. I'll bring up the command line search history window again and wrap everything inside of my quotes in brackets. This text should be available in the replacement field of my substitute command through the backslash one capture. Having updated my search pattern, I can repeat the substitution command by pressing colon followed by control P. That's looking more promising, but it's missing the vital ingredient. I forgot to wrap the replacement string in curly quotes. Once again, I'll bring up the command line window with Q colon, then edit my most recent command. Bang, job done. I've demonstrated that you can open the command line window either using Q slash or Q colon. But what if you started typing a command in the usual manner then decided halfway through that you needed more editing power and you'd rather switch to the command line window. In command line mode, you can switch to the command line window by pressing control F. The last line of the window will be populated with anything that you had entered before switching. Chances are, if you didn't know what the command line window was good for, you've probably only ever opened it by accident. The Q colon command is precisely the inverse of Vim's quit command, colon Q. Some people go so far as to put something in their vimrc file to prevent the command line window from opening by accident. Hopefully this demonstration will have convinced you that this is a vital feature, which makes working with Vim even more productive. The information in this video is summarised in the accompanying show notes. If you have any questions, requests or recommendations, or if you would be interested in sponsoring Vimcasts, then you can contact me at drew at vimcasts.org. Vimcasts is supported by Xerium Networks. If you need to build a reliable, scalable network that can support your growing business needs, then get in touch with Xerium Networks, and be sure to say you heard about them here.